0: Hi, this is Egypt of Way Beyond Me. In this power part, this is the year of all things new. The past events we should have outgrew. To ourselves only, we must be true in this blessed year of 2022. Good morning, this is Egypt with another conversation from Way Beyond Me. This, and I want to say Happy New Year's to everyone I hope all is well in the kingdom for everyone I have been doing some thinking and soul searching and researching And I have a conversation that I would like to share with those who are willing to listen The name of this conversation is its called um, Mind the Double Heart Like, keep in mind of the double heart. And what I mean by that, it seems like lately, well, the last couple of years, actually, with this COVID going on, it's a lot of confusion, a lot of fear, a lot of anxiety, a lot of things going on, a lot of feelings that people feel, and they are real feelings. They're valid. And, um... I just wanted to explain what God had downloaded in me and there's a scripture that comes to mind that I found in James, James chapter one, verse six through eight. I have a few of them. And then James chapter one, verse 22 to 25. Well, the first one, James chapter one, verse six through eight says, but let him ask in faith, nothing wavering for he that wavereth Is like a wave of the sea, driven with the wind and tossed. For let not that man think that he shall receive anything of the Lord. A double minded man is unstable in all his ways. Now that scripture takes me to the book of Psalms, which is something similar that says, Blessed is the man that walk not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stand in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. And verse 2 says, sorry, verse 3 says, And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water, that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he do shall prosper. And it says, The ungodly are not so, but are like the chaff which the wind driveth away. And so, it says like, and in, in, sorry, in Psalms 1, chapter, um, verse 5 says, Therefore, the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteousness. That means to me, if you, you know, when you take counsel for someone else, when you take ungodly counsel from someone else, it's like you out there. It's like, cause they don't really know the heart of God. They don't really know what's really going on when they're sinners. I mean, when you caught up in something, you don't really know. So like in James, it says, you know, a double-minded man is unstable in all this way, because when your mind is double, you just you're unstable. James one and twenty two twenty five, and please bear with me, folks. I'm going somewhere with this. It says, but be ye doers of the word, and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. For if any be a hearer of the word, and not a doer, he is like to, unto a man beholding his natural face in a glass. For he beholdeth himself and go his way and straightway forgetteth what manner of man he was. But also look into the perfect, but also, but whoso, sorry, but whoso looketh into the perfect law of liberty, continue therein. He is not forgetful. He is not a forgetful hero, but a doer of the work. This man shall be blessed in his deed. So in other words, when you listen to the word of God when you when you read the word of God and you understand the word of God and you do the word of God you do the things that God tell you to do from his word you can stand strong you're not confused you're not double minded you're pretty much stable now the word liberty I'm gonna bring up some words um, into meanings the word liberty means a state of being free from society from oppressive restrictions imposed by authority on one's way of life, behavior, or political views. Just like it says in in Psalm, Blessed is the man that walk not in the counsel of the ungodly. When you are not walking in the counsel of the ungodly, you have liberty, you have freedom. You are free from society's oppressive restrictions. Now, the word forgetful, everyone should know that, but forgetful means like, when you're apt or likely to not remember something, is put out of your mind. You you cease to think or consider what was said or done or whatever situation you found yourself in when someone forgets. Now, being double-minded, it is it's like <clears throat> like oh, let's say when you're double-minded, it's like someone projects itself or it is it the word double-minded like to be projected on and it's like it dominates or replaces the previous thoughts. Therefore makes a person forget and dismiss what was in their mind. That's when you are double-minded. It's an interference. Really? It's an interference and double-mindedness comes from so many negative attributes. It's really ridiculous when you're double-minded. That means you think one way today and then you think another way, another day, or even the same day, or even the same um, moment. you you back and forth. You're back and forth. Very unbalanced. And it comes from stress. When you're stressed out, you, you think one way, oh my God, this is happening. You allow something. Uh, interference is coming, like I just said. It uh, projects. A situation is projected on you, or a person projects its, their negativity on you, and you become confused, stressed out, double-mindedness comes from fear, it comes from anxiety, confusion, worry, when you're insecure, when you're angry, because some people when they're angry, you can't even talk to them, their mind is so set, but then when they calm down, they think in a whole nother way, but when they're angry, they're in a whole nother mindset, when you're double-minded, you're irrational. No one can, like I just said, no one can even talk to you because your mind is just somewhere else. When you're double-minded, it's usually a need to be validated because you're going to go with the flow of what a person thinks. Um, if they co-signs with you, if it sounds right, or if they are co-signing with you, I just said that, then you can just go with how they think if they agree with you. double mindedness comes from external voices. Again, people telling you and projecting how they feel on you. And then you change your mind about how you feel. It comes from schizophrenia, which is voices that's inside, talking to yourself. Negative, usually, it's all negative. Double-mindedness comes from personality disorders, from the inner voices in your head. It comes from having no faith in God. It comes from doubt and unbelief and these are all negative and unfavorable and all these attributes of being double-minded is not godly at all these are mindsets these are mindsets of suffering and when you suffer suffer is suffering is a choice you choose to allow that's what suffering means when you allow something, when you suffer something, you allow it, you, you you don't do anything about it. You just allow it to just manifest itself on you, whether the way you thinking, the way someone else is thinking and projecting it towards you, all that is double double-minded, it back and forth. And there's another word I want to go over, which is unstable. The Bible said a double minded person is unstable. In all of their ways, not some of their ways, not a quarter of their ways, not half your ways, all your ways are unstable. Wow, what is unstable? Unstable is when you when it's uh, something is prone to change, fail, or give way. Being unstable is a weakness. Sudden changes of your mood when you're unstable. You, you don't trust yourself. There's no balance. There's nothing to hold together. When you're unstable, you're wishy-washy. You're inconsistent. You're unstable. It is, it's a lot of instability. Nothing is nothing is strong. Nothing can stand strong when it comes to being unstable. When you have an unstable mindset and an unstable way of life, not, no one can stand on you. No one can really... Uh, lean against you on nothing you say or do because you're unstable, and they will fall dealing with you. They will fall leaning on you, believing you. Anything dealing with you is 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 um is detrimental because it's no stability. A person will fall dealing with you, having a double heart, and that's what the name of my this this podcast is, "Mind the Double Heart." When you have a double heart. You you think one way and then you you, you do another thing. Or you think this way today and then you do something else. It's a sickness or disease of the inner man. And, And to be honest, I've done research. There's no medication. There's no medical procedures. There's no doctor that can help you when you are double-minded It's a mindset It's something that you have to do you have to figure out you have to go inside yourself and ask God to help you actually even see that you are double-minded because some people are so caught up in their own way they don't even see the errors that they have the way that they think it's not working if you flipping back and forth flipping back and forth none of it is working no one can depend on you because you're unstable and I'm not talking about anybody in particular, but if this applies to you, just be real with yourself. Be real with yourself and look at yourself. You don't have to um, admit it to me or whoever, but God sees you. You see yourself. All you have to do it to get help, to get some kind of stability in life, just realize that you're unstable right now. And you do need help. It's okay to need help. We all need it. We all need it. When you're unstable, you're two-faced. It now I'm sure everybody know what two-faced means. mean. You have two faces. You you say one thing and you do another. Two-faced it. You have a double tongue. You ever heard of the expression, a forked tongue? The enemy, Satan. When when the enemy come out, when the serpent come out, when they stick, they cut tongue out. Like a lizard, they have a forked tongue, which is two tongues where you could talk one way here and talk the other way. the next one is when you have a forked tongue, you are so unstable and you, your faith is wavering. You are a person I should say who's double minded and unstable is deceitful, very treacherous with their tongue. Very, very unworthy. There's no faith. they have there's no confidence. They're very unworthy. They're extremely unreliable. There's no loyalty with the person. And there's no sincerity with the person. Now, in Psalms 12, 2, it says, They speak vanity, everyone with his neighbor, with flattering lips, and with a double heart do they speak. Now, Jesus said to some of the people, With your lips you draw nigh unto me but with your heart is far from me. That's being double-minded. You know, when you, you say one thing and you're thinking a whole nother thing. Like men and pe- people that cheat on their wives, pe- cheat on their spouse, double-minded. You know, you tell your wife or your husband or whoever that you love them and you want to be with them and you they you got them thinking one way from what you're saying, your fork. You have a forked tongue. You're telling them one thing, but you're doing a whole nother thing. God wants that to have a singleness of heart. He wants us to be wholehearted. You know, he, he wants us to have whatever we do, be full. Be, you know, whatever you stand for, be wholehearted. That's why he cannot stand lukewarm. Because lukewarm, when you're lukewarm, it means you are double-minded. You're warm. You're in between. You can go either way. You can go cold. You can go hot. He, he said he would that you would be either hot or cold. But he spewed out. He spit you out. When you are lukewarm. Because means you—it means you can go either way. You, 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 you. you a person is fake. A person is very deceitful when you lukewarm. Either you stand for or you don't. Either you with it or you're not. He said, either if you're not for me, you're against me. Period. And there's no in between. There's no in between. There's no lukewarm. So, and you know, and and so when you're unstable in all your ways, that's really like just look at it. When you're double-minded, you're unstable in all of your ways. Even though you may think you are stable, but you're not. You're unstable in your relationships with God. You're unstable in your relationship with yourself because you're deceiving yourself. You're unstable in your relationship with your family, your friends, your business partner, co-workers. You're unstable in your finances. You're unstable in business dealings. You're unstable in your health. You probably got some sicknesses and diseases going on, some stuff going on within your body. You're unstable in your emotion because you're back and forth. You're all over the place. Unstable in your mental capacity to deal with things, to comprehend things. Unstable in communicating with people. You're unstable in being committed to something, to a person, to a cause. Being committed to your own self. Being committed to God, being committed to do something that you say you would do. When you're unstable, the Bible says you are unstable in all of your ways. So all of your ways, <clears throat> excuse me, all of your ways is, is nothing to stand on. Nothing's stable. Nobody can depend on you. Now, I, I will ask, how is that having a happy life? How can people go around being like that? And I'm not trying to judge. I'm just this is a valid question. How can people go around being like that and think that their life is happy and think that they're doing the right thing? Nobody trusts you. And, and the thing is you you people make other people unstable because if I know somebody straight lying to me, if I know somebody I cannot depend on, I'm not going to give them my or anything. I'm not going to be loyal either. I'm not but the but the, the difference with some people you have to tell people what it is You know, I, me personally I'm not going to sit here and let somebody just do or say anything They want to do or say Knowing that they're not loyal Knowing that they are mean me any good I'm going to pray about it And it's, it's going to be a way that you can communicate With the person that you you dead wrong for that You're not even stable I can't even depend on you It's nothing wrong because some people need to hear People know what they do But they act like they don't so when a person is coming at me unstable and you 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 know things are shaky, it's like no, I'm not giving you all. I'm not giving you my stability. You're not gonna feed off of my sincerity, my loyalty because you're you're not loyal. So it's it's really a bad way to be. It really is. And people don't only look at themselves and they really think that they're doing the right thing. Um, there's a scripture that says in the Bible. In uh, i no, I'm not. I'm not saying it totally, but this is my understanding. There's a way that a man thinks that is right in his own eyes. I know that's not the proper scripture, but it's like when people look at themselves, they they, they think they really think they are right. They really think, and, it, and I, I think that comes from being self-righteous. You think you're so used to lying to yourself so long, you actually believe the voices in your head. You actually believe that everybody else is wrong, and you're right. Um, And it's sad In James 4 It says Draw nigh to God And he will draw nigh to you Cleanse your hands ye sinners And purify your hearts Ye double minded See you have to purify your heart You have to come clean with yourself You have to allow God to work in and through you You have to allow him to show you The errors You have to allow him to correct you And, And it doesn't always feel good. Sometimes it's very painful to really look at yourself and see like wow. You know, I ain't about nothing. You know, I, I am like that. I am a liar. I'm not dependable. But then it's crazy how sometimes we want people to depend on us and I mean, what well, no put it like this. We we depend on people but we're not dependable. You know, we we want things. We want things from people that we're not willing to be or have. You know, we want somebody to be loyal to us, but we're not. We're, we're not even trustworthy, you know. And it's a sad thing to be double minded. It's it's really a sin. It's a bad way to be, and you can't have anybody that's really really sincere when you're double minded yourself, because you draw whatever you give out. That's what you draw back to you. It's like the boomerang effect. In uh, Matthew six twenty four, this is Jesus speaking. He says, no man can serve two masters for either he will hate the one and love the other or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. And what Jesus is saying, you can't serve God and the things of the world. You can't be double minded and think God is going to respect that. Now, yes, he can help you with that. He can deliver you. I mean, he can do all things but fail. But you can't serve both. You're gonna love one and hate the other. You're gonna hold on to one and release the other. So you, you're lukewarm. So we know you're deceiving yourself if you think you're able to handle both. Like some people can handle. Some people think they can handle two relationships. They can handle sometimes two jobs. Something is going to be lacking when you're trying to do two things at one time. In in giving your all. When 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 you when you try to. Put it in like a, a double-minded, you know, f- way of doing it. The One is going to lack because you're not giving 100%. Either you, like Jesus said, either you for me or you against me. But something gets lack when you try to uh, do two things. And it just doesn't work. It's on the negative. It's on the negative. Now, yes, there's a way of finding balance. You find balance. There is a way of finding balance. You know, you, you give part of yourself to this situation, you give part of yourself to that situation. You find balance. But you don't be double minded when you're flipping back and forth, flipping back and forth. It's like you say, if I know I, I'm I, I can multitask. It's like when you find balance you can multitask. You can say, okay, I can I can put this time to do this and then I'll put this time to do that. But I'm not gonna flip back and forth in a negative because double mindedness is when you're negative with it. You know, when you multitasking and when you're trying to find balance in your life, you know, sometimes you have got to rest. Some things just don't need your attention. Something is like, no, this is how I want to do it. And I'm not going to change my mind about it because this is how I feel. This is how it is. And I'm going to be over here doing this. You find balance. You, but but when you find balance, it's always easy. It's always peace. It's always uh, serenity about that Double mindedness That you flipping back and forth Flipping back and forth You change your mind one day You, you being phony It's always negative It's always some stress related To when you're being double mindedness When you're being double minded And so Now when David went to war Did the um you know David is a man of war. He's he's a man after God, God's own heart. When he went to war, he had his mighty men to defeat the Philistines. And each tribe it, it, in in 1st Chronicles, if you read the chronicles, each tribe um they were mighty men. David's men, they were mighty and then they were all together. They were they was they came strong as one, you know? And they were mighty noble men when they went out to war. That's why they just came up and they just destroyed. When when, they, when David would pray and ask God to show him who he should devour and what he should do, the men were strong together. It was no wavering. First Chronicles 12 and 33 says, Now, this is a particular one of Zebulun. Of Zebulun, such as went forth to battle, expert in war, with all instruments of war, fifty thousand, which could keep rank. They were not of double heart, which means they were all strong. They wasn't they didn't have a double heart. They they wasn't flipping over here and you know, flipping over there. They were all coming together as one unit. That's why in even in marriage, God tells us that He doesn't want us to be double in marriage. It's, there's no two in marriage. He said for this cause, you should leave your mother and your father and you can cling to your spouse and become one flesh. So when you're, when you're married, you become one flesh. It, you, of course, it's two individuals coming together. But when you make decisions for the marriage, for the relationship, for the institution of marriage, you become one flesh, one unit you, you, you come together and you make decisions. Now, as an individual person, of course, we all are individual people. But when for the relationship, there's no way you can be in a relationship by yourself. You know, you can have a relationship within yourself. You know, you speak to yourself and you make the proper decisions with yourself. But to have an outside relationship with a person that comes in your life, how can you have a relationship by yourself? you know unless two agree you know you, you know how can how can anything be strong unless two agree a divided house also says in the bible a divided house will not stand so when your house is divided it can't be strong there's no stability there there's a double mindedness there somewhere so how can anything you know come to fruition how can anything get done unless there is an agreement there, it has to be an agreement there as one, and God, God also, He He wants us to love Him with all of our heart, not halfway; all of our mind, not half our mind; all of our soul and strength. He don't want half of it. He don't want a portion of it. He want it all. He's a God of one. He, God and Jesus is one. God and we, we are one with God. We are in His likeness. He wants us to, he he dwells inside of us so that he can dictate and he can lead us and guide us into where we need to go and what we need to do, what we need to say, how we need to think, not double-mindedness. The serpent has the forked tongue. The serpent would say one thing like he did Eve. The serpent would say one thing and mean something else. That's having a forked tongue. When, they, they, when a lizard and a serpent stick their tongue out, you see their tongue, I said it, a little while ago. The tongue separates. It's like a fork. It's two separate separate entities. It's not together. So that's they're saying one thing and doing another, or saying it over here and doing it over there. Is 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 this not nothing in that is stable. Psalm one nineteen two says, Blessed are they that keep his testimonies and that seek him with the whole heart. Psalm one nineteen ten says with my whole heart have I sought thee. Let me not wander from thy commandments. And verse 11 in Psalm 119 says, Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. So when you, when a person reads God's word and receives God's word in their heart, and they open up their heart, And they really believe God's word. Yes, that's where stability comes from. Because God's word never changes. We, on the other hand, we flip back and forth, back and forth. Because we're in time. And we are, we are, right now we are stuck in time. Uh, A segment of time Is assigned to each one of us. And so we're here. So it has to change. As time changes, as everything evolves, you could just look at yourself in the mirror and see the changes from when maybe five, ten years ago, you can see the changes. So we have to have changes. But we don't have to be double-minded. We don't have to be double-minded. We can have a way of thinking and we can think on Beautiful things. We can we can think lovely things. We don't have to have a double mind. We don't have to be flipping back and forth. Just we we can just lean on God's word. And in Philippians four and eight, it tells us how to think, so that way we don't have to be flipping back and forth, having a double mind, being two faced, having a forked tongue, having a double heart. Let us have a clean heart and renew a right spirit within us. And the Bible also says we are transformed by the renewing of our mind. The Bible also says, let this mind be in us that's in also in Christ Jesus. Jesus is stable, secure. His word never changes. He said, did things one time. That's it. That is it. It's settled. On the cross, He said, He's finished. Everything that we need is already put in place. He don't have to go and do a redo. We're the ones that flippy back and forth. Flippy floppy. Flippy floppy. So when you find yourself confused, um mixed up, unstable, weary, worried, fearful, angry, when you find yourself because when you when you're any other way but at peace, your mind tends to waver. It it tends to come some some other thoughts seem to get in there. When you start changing how you feel about things and when you see things and you, you know, when, when we let the environment or situations or people or circumstances, when we let our situations get into the point where we're starting to think different than how we thought maybe five minutes ago, than how we thought maybe a few days ago, we start feeling some type of way. um, That's when you're becoming double-minded. You could, you could catch yourself. You become a double-minded. I was just at peace maybe two, three hours ago. How and I, how did I get here? How did I allow this person to get me angry? How did I allow this situation to get me upset? How, do, how did I allow fear to come in? How do I allow anger to come in? How did I allow that? That's where that suffering comes from. When you suffer, you allowed it. You let it happen because you can stay, keep your mindset at peace. And the Bible says, you keep your mind, when your mind stay on God, you keep you stay in perfect peace when your mind is stayed on God. So in Philippians 4 and 8, it tells us how to think and what to think about, especially when we're trying, when we, we find ourselves changing how we feel about things. It says, Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report. If there be any virtue, and if there be any praise, think on these things. So think on things that are honest, just, pure, true, of lovely, good report, and think of things that are, have virtue, that's praiseworthy. In other words, think on the Word of God. Think on the things of God. You know, and when, when, and you pray and just talk to God. And I mean, even if you feel one way today and a circumstances come up and you feel yourself changing, if it changes for the negative, if it changes for the negative, then, then that's when double mindedness can easily get in there. But if you think on things that are good, try to see the best in things. And then true, the enemy will try to attack. The enemy will try to come with it. Like I said earlier, no, you don't let. Someone come in and just project their negativity on you You don't have to do that We do not have to do that The Bible also tells us to resist the enemy And he will flee And how you resist the enemy is what I just said to do Sorry, what I just suggested that the Bible says to do Which is think on things that's good You don't have to go that way with thinking things. It don't always have to be something negative. It don't always have to be something unstable. It don't always have to be something that's, you know, wishy-washy. All you have to do is just have thoughts, you know, just pleasant thoughts. And it's not always easy, but when you go into the Word of God, the Word of God is sharper than any two-edged sword. And when you start reading the Word of God and just meditating on the Word of God, the power in the word of God will somehow change the way you think, change the way you see things. And, and it, this things just doesn't seem that bad. That person doesn't even seem that bad anymore. Even though they got the thing going on, it's like it's not even worth the negative thoughts towards a person, towards a situation. It's like it's, it's not worth it. So I hope that helps someone. When you're feeling some type of way and your mind takes you back and forth, you have to mind the double heart. mind, Which means be mindful of how you think. Think about what you're thinking about. Be mindful of how your heart is. You know, a person know when they're lying to the next person. You know when you're straight, lying. You know when you're not telling the truth. You know when you're deceiving people. And so that's having a double-minded and you're unstable. I don't care how strong you think you are in that. I don't care how you think you might have gotten over on that person, you might just as well have, but it catches up. But you're still double-minded and you still, which means you're still unstable in all of your ways. That thing you that a person think that you got over on the next person with or you think you got away with it, hey, you might have, but you're still unstable. Still unstable, so that's no way to be because there's no loyalty in that. Well, I hope that helps someone. And um, if you want to share, you can. If you wanna whatever you want to do to share, and just consider what I just talked about. Well, just consider it, just consider it and go inside yourself. Only you will know physically. God knows already, but only you will know if you're you if you're double-minded or not. Just think how you think. Just think about how you're thinking. If you're wishy-washy, if no one can depend on you, if you feel this way today and flipping... If you told somebody something, you did something totally opposite, and then you go back and tell the next person this and you did this, you're double-minded and you're unstable. Very, very unstable. um, Like schizophrenia. You hear voices, you know, and it's just not right. Anyway, again... I am happy that I was able to share this with you, and I hope you got something out of it. Have a blessed day. And it's a new year. It's time to do new things. It's time to have a different mindset. It's time to not be afraid of things. It's just time to just go ahead and have your mind stay on God, of the things of God. Let him lead and guide you. And you have a very, very, very blessed day. Again, this is Egypt of way beyond me. And um, again, I love you. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. Take care. Thank you so much for listening and considering what was spoken. I don't take your time for granted, so I will not waste it. I do appreciate you spending a few moments with me. Until next time on Way Beyond Me, this is Egypt. Stay well and be at peace.